Welcome to Mind and Movement, getting smart about how you move. I'm Hazel and thanks for joining me for another Move Note. Today the book we are discussing is Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief, The New Science of Healthy Feet by Katie Bowman MS. So the key points we're going to talk about today are 1. You've got mittens on your feet. Yep, mittens on your feet. Number 2. Foot muscles. They need your help. Number three, foot alignment. Where are your feet? Number four, your pelvis and your feet. You need to back up your pelvis probably. Number five, bunions. Did you need it right? Um, no, probably not. The next key idea is shoes cause most foot problems. Yes, they do. And the next one is why fix your feet? Because they're your platform. Key idea number eight is how do you restore your feet? The answer is you do this stuff that we're about to discuss. And how long will it take? Well, unfortunately, it depends on lots of factors. So let's go to the start of the note and begin with this quote. Quote, first, let me congratulate you. Picking up this book is the first step towards improving the health of your feet, knees, hips, pelvis, spine, and bones. Most of what you're about to read was gathered during different parts of the academic research I did for my master's thesis. Using a force plate to see how shifts in hip position change the loads on the foot, measuring how flip-flops change your gait pattern, or observing how upper body curvature affects balance and everyday occurrences in a biomechanics lab. It is from these experiences that I designed the exercise protocol in this book, not only to make the foot healthy, but also to optimize how the foot works with other tissues in the body. End quote. That's Katie Bowman from Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief. So Katie Bowman is perhaps the world's best biomechanist. This is the seventh note I've done on one of her books. As I've said before, she is amazing and her books are funny, readable and really well scientifically researched. Check out the move notes on Katie's Whole Body Barefoot and Dr. Phil Maffer Tone's Fix Your Feet for a wider look at the humble foot. As the title suggests, this book is all about restoring your feet to their full function so that you can be pain-free and enjoy moving your body around the globe. It explains why our feet are in such a pickle and then step-by-step shows us how to reclaim our foot strength and mobility. Here's another quote, quote, The science of how humans move is called kinesiology. Within kinesiology, there are many subfields, including one known as biomechanics. Biomechanics is the study of Newtonian physics, things like gravity, pressure and friction, applied to living tissues. My personal area of study is the biomechanics of disease and injury, and I am dedicated to teaching the basic principles of physical science to people just like you for the purpose of preventing and reversing damage to the human body. End quote. Are you ready to prevent and reverse damage in your body? Great, so am I. So why have we got mittens on our feet? Ha, that brings me to the first key idea. You've got mittens on your feet. Quote, Consider all the bones and muscles that make up and control your hands and fingers and how many wonderful, unique ways you can move them. The ability to type, play the piano, conduct surgeries on microscopic tissue and even button your shirt are all the results of learning how to use the muscles in your hands and keeping them limber through regular use. 
Now imagine that when you were two years old, somebody places stiff, tight leather mittens over your hands, lumping all of the bones together, every day from morning to night. Your body would adapt to the situation, learning how to use the muscles in the forearms and the joints of the wrists to a greater extent. You would learn to use the outside edge of your hand as one finger and train all the digits to work as a single body part. This way of using your hands would be completely normal to you, as that's the way it would have always been. Now ponder this. The anatomy of your feet indicates the potential for them to be as dexterous as your hands. However, the act of wearing modern footwear every day has created a mitten hand situation in your feet, and you didn't even know it. End quote. This is my favorite key idea from the book. It's such a great way of illuminating that our current cultural behavior of putting shoes on your feet is actually kind of weird. Who would wear mittens on their feet all day, every day? Well, you do. We can only begin to imagine how poorly our fingers and hands would move if they had spent a lifetime in thick leather mittens. Now take a look at your feet. Try and move your toes like you move your fingers. Can you do it? Of course you can't. You've had mittens on your feet most of your life. Now take the mittens, aka shoes, off and move your toe fingers. When we immobilize parts of the body, we send them on a downward spiral of weakness and stiffness. Ever broken a bone and had to deal with the weakness and stiffness when the cast came off? You cast your feet every day with shoes. How about we transition our feet into something a bit less restrictive so that we can have healthier foot muscles and foot nerves? That brings me to the next key idea, which is foot muscles. Quote, every muscle comes with its very own nerve supply. When you underuse muscles in the body, the communication between those nerves and muscles is less, resulting in a decrease in the health of both tissues. The inverse is also true, increasing local circulation. Increased circulation means more oxygen-rich blood, which is tissue fluid, being delivered to an area, and also a simultaneous removal of cellular waste products, waste that can otherwise accumulate and accelerate tissue breakdown, end quote. Foot mittens are not only wreaking havoc on our muscles, but also on our foot nerves. These nerves come from the base of the spine and move all the way down the leg and into the foot. We need to keep them healthy. Movement is key to the health of our feet. Circulation of blood is increased by moving a specific part of your body. If you want blood flow in the feet, you must move them. Having them cast in shoes all day does not help with this. Take off your shoes when you get home. Transition wisely into more minimal shoes. Take off your shoes when you get to the office. Engage in foot mobilization exercises. Give your feet a rub. They need it. And what they also need is to be in better alignment, which is the next key idea, foot alignment. Quote, if you're reading this book, you have probably been walking for longer than you can remember. Even though just about everyone walks some amount every day, few consider how they actually do it. Yet your gait pattern affects your body in a similar way to the way wheel alignment affects your car. And your feet are the best indication of where your foot wheels are pointing and how many miles they have left, end quote. Where are your feet wheels pointing? Straight ahead or off to the side? If you're like most Western humans, the accumulation of movement habits have probably left you with turned out duck feet. 
The feet are in better alignment when they are pointing straight ahead. If you have really turned out feet, take your time to turn them in a few degrees at a time. You need to give your tissue time to adapt to this new position. This new position will change your gait for the better and reduce the amount of wear and tear in the feet and also the knees, hips and potentially the spine, the neck and well everything above the feet. And that brings me to the next key idea which is about something else above your feet which is your pelvis. Quote, the pelvis relates to your foot health because the pelvis houses your center of mass when you're upright. And wherever the pelvis sits over the foot, that's where your foot feels the bulk of your weight. When people come to me with feet that hurt, the first thing I do is to show them how to stand differently so that they are not bearing down on that same place over and over again. End quote. Where does your pelvis sit with regard to your feet? If you look in the mirror from the side, does your pelvis look out in front of your feet a little? When you look at your femur, does it look vertical or is it tilting forward a little? If it doesn't look vertical, you probably have your weight too far forward on your feet and you probably need to back up your pelvis a little so that the majority of weight is going through your heel or the big calcaneus bone. This bone is big and strong and designed to take the weight of your body. And if you've got your weight in your heels, you've got less chance of getting bunions. Many people have them and they think they're genetic, which leads us to the next key idea, which is bunions. They're genetic, right? Uh, maybe not. Quote, both the available evidence and the laws of physical science indicate that the majority of bunions are induced through footwear choices and gait. And so you can see why I find it unhelpful for a medical professional to announce without any disclaimer that a potentially painful and debilitating foot issue is your genetic fate. The end. Changing the symptoms brought about by a bunion, changing the strength of your feet, and even changing the position of the bones within your foot are possible with corrective exercises and adjustments to your alignment and your footwear. End quote. So bunions are genetic, right? Um, no. Potentially, if you have a problem with your collagen, then there might be a slight genetic link. You didn't just inherit your mum and dad's genes. Your parents were the ones who taught you to walk. You copied them. And they were the ones who bought you shoes, probably just like theirs. So no, bunions aren't genetic. They are caused mostly by shoes and gait patterns. Change your shoes and your gait patterns and you can change what is happening in your big toes. That brings us to the next key idea which is shoes. So if you've read Fix Your Feet by Dr. Phil Maffetone, you'll know that he says, quote, shoes are the cause of most foot problems, end quote. And that the best thing you can do for your feet is to take off your shoes. Well, Katie agrees, quote, I have introduced the notion that wearing footwear is an unnatural habit that can reduce the function of your body. While I believe this to be accurate, it is also true that many of us have managed to compensate quite nicely as shoe-clad folks. We can walk, run, jump, compete athletically and use our bodies quite well without really needing those smaller muscles. Until the day we begin to hurt. With any bad habit, the damage we do to our feet accumulates over time, so we don't always see the connection between what we've done and how we feel. End quote. 
The problem with shoes is that they cause gradual process injuries. These are injuries that accumulate over time because of micro damage done on a daily basis. It might be years or even decades before the problem causes us any pain. Then we think, we didn't do anything. I didn't injure myself. Gradual process injuries sneak up on us over time and then appear as if out of nowhere. A significant cause of these gradual process injuries is the heel that shoes have. Any sized heel changes the organization of all the joints, including the ankle, the knee, the hips, and the joints in the back, just like Katie says below. Quote, The heel is quickly becoming the most researched component of footwear, as this particular part has the ability to radically change the geometry of the human body. Just by placing a little wedge under our foundation causes compensatory actions in the ankle, knee, hip and spine and can knock our natural gait pattern right off kilter. End quote. A heel only needs to elevate the heel of the foot a tiny bit above the toes to be considered a heel. Try using the term positive heeled shoe for a shoe that has any kind of heel and remember it's not just high heels that change how your joints move. It's any kind of positive heel that does this. Here's another quote. Quote, Many people think they don't wear heels because they don't wear stilettos. Women are often trying to convince me that a heel doesn't really count if it's only an inch or two. And men in children's shoes don't come with a heel, right? Wrong. End quote. Any heel causes these changes in geometry. Look at the shoes you are wearing right now. They probably have heels. Most men's dress shoes these days have a heel at least an inch high, and sports shoes do as well. Unless you are in a minimal shoe, you are probably wearing heels. Let's talk about why we might want to fix our feet now, which is the next key idea. Quote, the foot is the platform for your entire body. The muscles in your feet need to be strong enough to keep your entire body moving as smoothly and as long as possible. If I haven't clearly stated it before, the current state of your feet is a future projection of how well you will be able to move as you get older. End quote. I think we've hammered this point home. Why fix your feet? Because the health of your ankles, knees, hips and back depend on it. And how do you fix your feet? That's the next key idea. How to restore your feet. To restore your feet back to the mobile, dynamic, strong feet that they can be requires that you do some stuff. The stuff you must do includes stretching your calves, stretching the top of your feet and your hamstrings. You must learn how to lift and spread your toes. You must transition wisely into these movements, just like you must transition wisely out of your stiff-heeled shoes. There's a lot of stuff you need to do to fix your feet. Check out the book for the details of how to do it. Here's another quote. Quote, no matter the state of your feet or your shoe closet, you can absolutely make significant progress on your foot health via exercise intervention and habit modification. The great thing about human tissue is that it adapts easily at any age. Really, it does. End quote. You can do it. You can restore your feet and then bring about greater health to your knees, hips and everything above. And how long will that take, I wonder? Hmm, which is the next key idea. Quote, when will I feel better? The answer to this question is, it depends. The time it takes for your muscles to strengthen or restore in length depends on 
what shape your feet are now, the type of shoes you have worn throughout your life, the length of time you have been wearing shoes, your particular gait pattern, how frequently you do your exercises as well as how frequently you move altogether, how frequently you think about and respond to where you carry your weight on your feet, the types of shoes or lack thereof you choose moving forward, end quote. Change your feet, change your life. Get on it today. Slip your shoes off right now. They're off, aren't they? Your shoes are off, aren't they? I hope so. So that's a really quick look at Katie Bowman's awesome book, Simple Steps to Foot Pain Relief. Katie Bowman is a biomechanist and writer with a wonderful gift for making complex ideas really simple and bringing movement information to life. She's got an international reputation for teaching alignment and load science. She has a really awesome podcast called Move Your DNA and her website www.nutritiousmovement.com is packed with the best kind of movement advice. Of course, I am the author of this note. I love reading my favorite movement professionals books and condensing them into short notes that you can take a snapshot of to see if you really want to read the book. This is a book that I highly recommend you read. Find out more at mindinmovement.co.nz or get in touch at hazel at mindinmovement.co.nz. I hope you've enjoyed the content of this note, but please remember that it is not medical advice and should not be used as such. Thanks so much for listening.